PJ Ewing, you're listening to Lester the Nightfly, and I am here with a very dear friend, very important person in my world and my life. Her name is Esther. Esther Deutsch, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, PJ. It's great to be here. I hope so. It better be. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for being here. I am so excited about doing this with you because I love you so much, A, and you're so amazing and you've had such an impact on my life in so many wonderful ways. And beyond all those words of praise, Esther, you have brought to me tonight and to everyone listening, an artist that is very well known to many and absolutely was unknown to me. One hundred percent. Never heard the word Matis Yahu ever before in my life until you you brought him up. And now I know because I've been doing my homework. Such an honor to be here with you, PJ. Feel the same uh, and more about you. Maybe you can share the little snippet about who you are, where you live or what you do, that kind of stuff. I'm from uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania originally. Grew up in a sort of a small town, country girl at heart. But I migrated to New York City at a young age, at the age of 16, and I have been living there ever since until uh, pretty recently when I made another move to Florida to get some of the, the sunshine. I know you're a big fish fan. How did you come to this Matis Yahoo character? How'd you find him? I actually think I was a young girl um, growing up, and I do love music, like you said, but I'm not. I've never really gotten into the reggae style of music. And I was in the car as uh, I must have been, I don't know, eight, 10, 12 years old. And I believe it's my dad's fault. He put on uh, Madisio in the car. And I was kind of taken aback because he's not either much of a reggae guy. And he was just singing along to this uh, Madisio music. And I think that that was the beginning of me learning about his, uh, his music and getting into it. It is reggae. He does rap. He does beatboxing. He is alternative rock in some ways. Some of his music is very poppy. Some of it is very anthem-like. For me personally, um, definitely some of the songs, I mean, One Day, for example, was a huge, huge hit in the camp that I went to, the sleepaway camp amongst the children. It was like one of these songs that, and I believe that that's part of his meaning behind it is just a song of unity. And it was one of these songs that just brought us all together. It was like the song that they would play in the dining room, like during meals, and it would get everyone going with every time without fail. Um, So that, that was sort of some of it for me. I think also um, what I connected with right from the get-go, I remember the first time I heard his music, I almost like didn't know what to do with it. I wasn't like, Oh, I love this. I was like, wow, this is interesting. Like, this is something that I want to explore. And like, I don't know, is this, is this reggae? Is this rock? Is this crap? What, what am I listening to? But it was just, it interested me. It intrigued me. And it's something that I've continued to love about Mauricio that, I mean, we'll probably talk about it, but he himself as a person has continues to evolve and change a lot throughout his life. And his music reflects that it's, it's been changing over the years, but he's just an artist. He's just always doing something new, unexpected. And 
it's sort of the the way that he um the way that he his music moves that sort of makes me introspective and reflect and so it's kind of a combination of the wording the meaning the way that he puts the the melodies together the rap that comes in the middle sometimes um i don't know if that's making sense but that's kind of how i see it yeah it well it does and i think everyone will get it when you hear some of his music because there's a level of just wow what a great tune and then there's the level of yes What's he, what's he saying here? And then let me just say it. uh, And this is going to sound, gosh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to say this appropriately, but I'm going to try. And that is I was raised Christian. I was raised Catholic. And while that's not a big part of my life really anymore, um, but I went to Catholic central high school, Esther, I went to uh, our lady of sorrows, junior high uh, or grade school. I mean, I was really into the Catholic I was up raised Catholic. I went to Notre Dame, a Catholic grad school for me. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at this as a very foreign entity. And I asked myself, is this for me? It, it, it wasn't just that it was a Hasidic man singing uh, about Jerusalem, which isn't really my world. It was, um, is, it, is he talking to me? Is he actually, mm. am I in the audience or am I interloping? I, I felt a little bit like, gee, should, should, should I be, should I be doing this? You know, should I be paying attention to here? Because I, I think he might be talking to other people, not to PJ. And I don't know how that comes across to you, but, but it, it was, there was an awkwardness of me trying to embrace this thing and understand it really as if it were from planet mars <laughs> to me so you, i don't know if i you, express that very well but oh absolutely you actually made me think of something else about his music that was interesting to me uh from the get-go i think that so i grew up in a very traditional jewish household and i got exposure to both jewish artists and or, and other artists and for me he was one of the first artists that i became aware of who was jewish but then became known and accepted in in the regular world as well, not just amongst Jews. So for me, that was like something unique about him that he was able to sort of break out of that Jewish um, route. I remember being in stores like, you know, Walmart or whatever it was and seeing like his CDs on the shelves. Back then we had CDs still, PJ. Mm, And and, and that was unusual as a young Jewish girl. Like we wouldn't normally be in a – uh, not a non-Jewish store and see um, Jewish artists, you know, there on the shelf. So that was kind of like exciting for me. Um, but I can't say that I really have a great grasp. His music is so unique, like you're saying, and it's just, it's hard for me to say that I really, that I know that I have the answers, you know, that I know that I know exactly what he's trying to do or who he's speaking to. I, I think that even for him, it's evolving, at least from what I've seen in the interviews I've read about him. And um I also, I don't know if I mentioned to you, I actually got to meet him live uh, sort of by accident at one point in my life um, later on. And I don't even think I realized it was him. I was actually on a camping trip. It was a big camping trip. It was called The Camping Trip. I did it one and done. It was very intense. Uh, It was real deal camping. And apparently he was part of the trip. Um, I think it was later in his life. I think he was trying to kind of go under the radar. There wasn't any advertisement or anything that he was going to be there. And I think I like accidentally bumped into him or something. (laughs) I didn't realize who he was. And um, 
I nodded or said, oh, I'm so sorry. And he said, oh, no problem. No problem. Very unassuming. Uh, and then two minutes later, someone turned around and said, do you know who that was? And I was like, I have no idea who was that. And he's like, that was Mauricio. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I kind of wanted to like go back and like meet him for real. But I was like, I was like not brave enough. And I was like, yeah, it's not that, that I'm not going to go back, but I really wanted to. I didn't, I almost, didn't, I almost felt bad because I could tell that he was trying to actually get away from everything. It was this like out in the wilderness meditation type of like camping experience emphasis wow. on experience. So, but it was just cool. We had this like moment where we locked eyes and I bumped into him. <laughs> and then after I was like, wow, like he had this kind of like silent presence. Like you, you knew there was like some uh, visionary near you, but like he didn't have to say anything. There weren't any words exchanged, kind of interesting and a little spooky. Esther has prepared a playlist for us of Modest Yahoo music. We're going to start with a song from 2010. The record is called Light. The song is called One Day. Let's take a listen, then we'll talk a little bit about it. Sometimes I lay under the moon. I thank God I'm breathing. And I pray, don't take me soon, because I am here for a reason. Sometimes in my tears I drown. But I never let it get me down So when negativity surrounds I know someday it'll all turn around because
One day it really spoke to me, uh, maybe the most out of all of his songs. For me, it's about the unification that he brings in that song. And I personally, I believe that that's one of the reasons One Day became such a hit, because I think it's a message that everybody could relate to, one that certainly I relate to, of just no matter what's going on in the world, there's the ability for people to come together and be united. And that as much differences as we have, we have more that unites us. For me, that was always the takeaway of One Day. It was just an instant hit. It was like you'd be at um, an event or a bar about mitzvah and they would put it on and everybody, regardless of who was in the room, would connect with it and be able to um, sing. <laughs> he found the Hasidic world, though. He, he wasn't raised in that. He came to it uh, later. Yes. I mean, his, his relationship with religion is not one of a uh, straight shot from youth to to now. It's a a finding and a, an exploring and finding it on his own terms. And then he took on the name Madasyahu, which wasn't. He was actually I've got his name. It was Matthew Paul Miller, yes. born in 1979. So Matthew got him to Madasyahu. I got it, but but he was just Matt for uh, his early life uh, until he kind of moved uh, toward the Orthodox Jewish world. Later on, he joined the Haredi Orthodox world as it's known. And then I believe later on, he again left it. His music sort of reflects his journey. And I connect with that. I connect with someone who's sort of finding their way and trying to just live their best life, you know, regardless of outside influences or what people think or say. To me, that was something that he stood for. And I think you can hear it in his music and in the changes that his music undergoes as he himself evolves as a person. Let's go to the next track. This is King Without a Crown. The record uh, is Youth. This is a very early recording. So in his career, this is 2006. Let's listen to the song and then we'll talk about it. To know you, please wanna be close to you. Yes, I'm so hungry. You're like water for my soul when it gets thirsty. Without you, there's no me or the other. I breathe. Sometimes the world is dark and I just can't see. With the demons around all around to bring me down to negative, but we both I believe. Yes, I believe. I see that I believe. I'm sending my home to feed, won't be brought down on one knee. I fight with all of my might and get these demons to flee. Hashem's rays, fire blaze, burn bright, and I believe. Hashem's rays, fire blaze, burn bright, and I believe. Out of darkness comes light, twilight, and to the heights, crown heights. You're burning up all through the twilight. So to thank you to my God, and I finally got it right. Now I fight with all of my heart and all of my soul and all of my might. Said, what's this feeling? My love will river all in the ceiling. Giving myself to you now from the essence of my being. And I sing to my God, songs of love and healing. I want Mashiach now. Time it starts revealing. What's this feeling? My love will river all in the ceiling. Giving myself to you now from the essence of my being. And I sing to my God, songs of love and healing. I want Mashiach now. Yeah. Stripping away the layers and reveal your soul You gotta give yourself up and then you become whole You're a slave to yourself and them don't even know Wanna have to live the past life but your brain moves slow If you're trying to stay high, you're bound to stay low You want God but you couldn't deflate your ego You're already there, then there's nowhere to go Your cup's already full, then it's bound to overflow If you're drowning in the waters and you can't stay afloat Ask Hashem for mercy and I'll throw you a rope 
child from God You'll say he couldn't be found Searching up to the sky Looking beneath the ground Like a king without his crown You keep falling down And I really want to live But can't get rid of your frown You're trying to reach unto the heights And come down, bound on the ground Giving up your pride Then you heard a sound Out of night comes day Out of day comes light And all I find to the one like Sunlight in a ray Make room for his love Hope for your gun blaze Making room for his love And a fire gun blaze What's this feeling My love will remove all in the ceiling Give myself to you now From the essence of my being And I sing to my God Songs of love and healing I want Mashiach now Time it starts revealing What's this feeling My love will the skylight in the ceiling Give myself to you From the essence of my being And I sing to my God Songs of love and healing Yeah, 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 yeah. Deutsch. This is PJ Ewing. You're listening to Lester the Nightfly. Uh, the song is King Without a Crown. I hear very traditional reggae here. It, you know, it, it seems mm-hmm. as he got older, he moved away from some of that roots reggae, Bob Marley, the, the stuff that we really can identify clearly as reggae. But at this point, you know, 2006, it's it's there and then he moves and it adds in a fast rap it's a super fun song and then the only other note i've got for you esther is um the lyric i give myself to you with the essence of my being he repeats that often and that's a beautiful beautiful line um the lyric and you really understand uh, i give to you lord uh, everything I've got, you know, put me to good work kind of thing. It, it seems to talk to me, say to me anyways. Yeah. I think he, um, like you said, he produced this song when he was kind of feeling that connection, um, and really kind of in touch with a higher being, I would say. And I think that that's reflected in the lyrics. And this one is probably, uh, more orthodox inclined, lyric you could definitely see the god references in there a lot um and i think that that's reflective of where he was in his journey his Mm -hmm. his life and jewish journey at the time i would imagine do we call him uh because i've heard it referred to as hasidic 
wrap is that at this time or throughout is that an accurate phrase do you think i definitely think so i i just think he just doesn't fit into any box i think he's a mixture of mm. reggae rap and and i think he's he, he's okay with that and i think maybe that's what is so difficult for people to wrap their head around because we as humans we love to you know say put things in, in boxes or people and say like this is who they are this is what they do and to me, he just, he doesn't fit into a box. He's, he's a little of this and a little of that. And today he's, he's doing reggae and tomorrow he's going to do a guitar solo or some, some rap. So I, I do think it's accurate. And I also think he's a bunch of other things as well. All right, Esther, does that appeal to you as a person, that chameleon, that evolution, that change to you? Uh, absolutely. I, I, I think I mentioned this earlier, but the first thing that stood out to me was like, whether or not you agree with him or you like his music or you don't, it's undeniable in my opinion that he has talent and that he's a unique. And so personally, I love art and I love art in the form of people. And to me, he's an artist. He's standing out. He's doing things his own way and he's creating. I love originality. And to me, he's the core example of that. And so his music is more to me than his music. It's what he stands for and represents. And I think, again, as a young girl in the Jewish world, sort of fighting my own way, I think that he represented for me somebody who wasn't afraid to, to follow his path and to just be okay with the uncertainty, just not saying I'm this or I'm that, and then kind of limiting yourself in that way. I'm super attracted to people who are able to fall in love with the journey and realize that we're all on a journey, whether it's hit, you know, his journey is just one, one type of journey, but we're all on a journey and, you know, one is not better or worse than another. It's, it's all, it's everybody kind of finding their way. And if we can do that together uh, and unite over the fact that we're all doing it, regardless of what our individual journeys are. That was beautifully stated. And I know, and uh, now everyone will know who's listening that Esther is one of those people that is a uh, uh, known famously as a great connector. She is helping so many people realize their dreams through uh, business networking and uh, mentoring and uh, personal exploration. Just in knowing you for a few years, you've been pursuing so many things on so many fronts and that you make them all work. You pull them together. You, you are the kind of person with gravity. You pull people together in so many ways. And sometimes you do it from the back of the room, sometimes from the front of the room, but you know, everybody, you know, uh, looks to you for guidance in a lot of ways when it comes to, you know, uh, whatever their pursuits are. It's you're you're one of those, um, you're one of those magnets, just like this, this singer that we're talking about. So it's fun. I appreciate that. Uh, PJ, I think that's why we, uh, we get along so well. Well, I don't know about that. You know, I, I I would I would like to be like you in that way, but I'll tell you this: I do relate to Modest Yahoo myself in that this show, Lester the Nightfly, is different almost every week, and I love that. And that makes it hard for radio stations to embrace the show in some ways because you know they don't know what they're going to get. It could be opera, it could be jazz, it could be three shows on on Modest Yahoo. You, you just and I'm I'm never going to let go of that. So the uh, the nature of evolving and learning and changing and not being pigeonholed, that really appeals to me. So his journey is is attractive. Let's go on to another track. This is Live Like a Warrior. We're now in 2012. The record is called Spark Seeker. Feel like the war- 
away Some days people don't see you You feel like you're in the way Today you feel as everyone hates Pointing their finger looking at your mistakes You do good but they want great No matter what you give they still wanna take Give your love and they throw it back You give your heart they go on attack When there's nothing left for you Only Esther Deutsch, here we are, Modest Yahoo, Live Like a Warrior, that just feels like a hit. It's a big song. And then I say, how do I not know this? It's such a big, <laughs> fun, lighthearted, in so many ways, easy to listen to, easy to sing. I'm just shocked that I don't know it. This is a good one. Live Like a Warrior is one of my favorite songs by Modest Yahoo. To me, it's a mantra. It's like, you're not going to push me down. You're not going to get the better of me. We're going to come out on top. And, and, and all that matters is that we keep fighting. I always think about cancer survivors to go to the extreme, um, you know, just people fighting to, to have another day and to enjoy the day and appreciate what they have. It's, it's, just, it's just a mantra. And, and that's what I love about it. Like you said, it's a fun song. It's catchy. And if I'm having a bad day, it's that song that I'm going to put on and, and just feel empowered immediately. Let's keep going. Let's go to Sunshine. This is also from the same record, Spark Seeker 2012. The song is called Sunshine here on Lester the Nightfly. Keep on moving till the first rays are done. Keeping it on till the day stays strong. 
Rolling till the night time blazes on All along I keep singing my song I say, this phase is always Sometimes I get so crazy But just know that I'll always stay Cause you're my light through the haze It's time for a champion To the soul of the land Spend the heart from the sea and sand Till the sun comes up again Time for a champion To the soul of the land champion i wrote that down in my notes esther and i also wrote rabble rouser and I, I don't think there was a lyric there but but it was just like he's stirring people up with this song there was one lyric that I, I noted reach for the sky keep your eye on the prize it's inspirational certainly he's he's speaking to someone and he's telling them that they are his golden sunshine as in they are the light of his life and i think that everybody has or wants to have someone in their life that they see as their sunshine. I think he wrote this song when he was at a more positive stage of his life. So it's that upbeat sort of 
sunshine, happy vibe that he was going for. And that's what I sort of tap into when I hear this song. You know, he's had a lot of different relationships. He's had a number of children. He's had ups and downs. Obviously, he's been divorced. Uh, he's got the Jewish population looking at him. Is he wearing his yarmulke or not? Is he playing after midnight? I mean, like real hyper focus on him. Mm-hmm. And yet he's, he's not cowed by that. He's, he doesn't walk in fear. He doesn't toe the line, try to fit in, try to just build on his base. He keeps moving. He keeps evolving. That's admirable. Yeah. And one of the other lyrics that really stand out to me in that song is time to grow and be a man. Want to fly high like Peter Pan. Hmm. I think he's saying that it's, it's, you need to take responsibility for yourself and for your life in the direction that you want to go. Yeah. And that's how you're going to be, you know, flying high and, and finding the sunshine and the light. But I think of um, Coldplay <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit or, uh, or even Oasis, some of the, the big, those big anthem bands where you just the whole bar, the whole crowd is just singing those lyrics. He's got that. He's got the ability to write that kind of music. Really. He goes to such a deep place inside himself when he's writing. And I think that that's what allows him to produce this kind of music. I mean, it's super deep. It's super intense. I remember even when I, when I met him, he was in like a meditative state. He definitely goes deep to bring out these ideas and he's not afraid to let what his his true feelings out in his music, which you like you expressed so well. It's really cool. Let's move on. We're going to go back again to the record Youth. This is the song Youth. It's from 2006. Let's hear it.
the lyric that I wrote down, fist on the table, make your demands, you've got the freedom to choose, got to make the right move. Kind of, uh, It's kind of like a hard rock guitar going on here. It's a good song, Youth. I believe Youth is, if Matisyahu were to make a national anthem, uh, this would be his version of it. <laughs> hmm. He's sort of, it's sort of a, a rebellion and a cry for, for the youth, for the young people to stand up for what they believe in, even if it's not necessarily with in line with what the uh, elderly are, are, are telling them. And to, he's kind of telling them to be who they are, not what people are telling them to be. So specifically, uh, he says, some of them teachers squashed the flame for it had a chance to grow. And I don't know the, exactly what he, his intentions were when he wrote this, but I wonder if it was speaking to a specific experience he had as youth or if it's just a general anthem. All right, we're moving on. Chop them down. This is the oldest track I think we have on this this collection from you, Esther. Uh, the record was "Shake Shake Off the Dust," and then dot 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 Arise is the name of the record. Two thousand and four, right? This is the old one, the oldest track I think. This may be the song that was what got me into Modesto. This might be the first song that I heard of his. Um, when I was in the car and my dad was singing along, and my dad's very traditional person. He doesn't do the uh, rap. He sticks with more traditional music, except for Modesto. And he would just blare it, uh, pull down the windows and blare his music. And I think this was the first song that I heard. And I just, I just heard chop them down, chop them down. And I was like, wow, what is this? I got to check this out. (laughs) That's, that's just the memory I have. I love it. Let's hear it. This is chop them down from the record. Shake off the dust arise from 2004. Sweet, it's a pretty babble dream. 
happy years of rain Sold to all the nations when drafting Yosef rose to power and the year didn't stay Started to build and success was made Pharaohs getting worried, let's make a play Down in chains, firstborn was set down to their graves Moshe was saved and a prince he was Never quit or jump into the ocean before it's split. Gotta jump into it. Jump, jump into the ocean. Jump into it. Rip, rip through Egypt. Rip through it. 600,000 with a stick. No, you didn't forget. No, you didn't forget. Rip, rip through Egypt. Rip through it. Say, rip, rip through Egypt. Yeah. Said in the same with you, what the things are not what they seem. Snakes camouflage just to flip the scene. Put your faith in the mirage. It's just a smoke screen. Just a smoke screen. Just a smoke screen. In the spiritual desert, things are not what they seem Snakes camouflage, just a fit in the scene Put your faith in the mirage, it's just a smoke screen Took that path and you know we're in need Ooh, ah, yeah, you are, ooh, ah you We are spending our time with Esther Deutsch and the artist of one name No, not Prince, nope it's not Madonna. It's Matis Yahoo. And uh, I'm learning with you. And thanks to Esther, this has really been uh, a journey so far. Wow. Really cool. We're moving on to a very, very, very big song, Esther. Uh, I read an article in The Atlantic. And for anyone who is curious, uh, if you go to LesterTheNightfly.com, you can uh, read the blog that's attached to this show. Listen to this show again, if you like. And I will put a link to this article. But it was uh, someone who had seen him live and heard the song Jerusalem and was weeping in giant, not little sniffles, giant tears, and then wrote about it in the Atlantic about how meaningful and how touching and how important. And I think it was, there is a, a Jewish man, a Hasidic Jewish man. He's a rock star. He's broken through any barriers that might be in front of him. He is singing about a very important city, Jerusalem. And I'll just read one lyric that I thought was really beautiful. Not about the land or sea, about the dwelling of his majesty. If I forget you, let my right hand forget what it's supposed to do. That's a famous quote from Psalms, actually. And it was one that I was taught in Jewish school, but I never really quite understood it. And it was also, it just seemed really uh, rash when I heard it the first time, you know, let my right hand forget what it's supposed to do if I forget Jerusalem, especially as a, as a Jewish girl, you know, living in the United States and not having necessarily that strong connection that some do to Jerusalem. I was like, it was kind of a shocking, a shocking one for me to learn. I never thought too much about it. And then I heard his song and all of a sudden uh, I got, it gave it more meaning. And um, I thought it was kind of interesting that he threw in a line from Psalms into his uh, reggae rap music. 
super, super interesting. Very cool. So this brings me to that box I wanted to put this artist in. I wanted to say, I mean, Esther, tonight, earlier today, when I was doing my homework, I wanted to say, oh, I know what we got here. This is Christian rock, but it's reggae, and he's a Hasidic Jewish man. But this that's what this is. This is religious music, but it's pop religious music. I wanted to put him in that box, and that doesn't stick either. Um, but I think he's transgressed into that space. Not that it's a bad place to be, mind you. I think it's fascinating. Um, some of my favorite lyrics are actually biblical that, that rockers have included in their music. It's always adds um, import to, I think, the song and the, and the whole thing. I didn't know that was a song that makes great sense. It's beautiful. And I can understand how someone can hear those lyrics and know that from Hebrew school and see it in concert and break into tears. I can, I can totally get it, even though it's not my culture. It's fascinating. This is called Miracle. The record is called Miracle. It was 2011 when this came out. It's a dance track with a rap in the middle. The lyric, born to the struggle, New York City, want to flex your muscle, another anthem, totally fun. Let's listen to the song Miracle, and we'll hear Esther's thoughts about it. Dimming in a miracle, candles in my vehicle, eight nights, gonna shine invincible, no longer be divisible, born through the struggle, keep on moving through all this hustle, head up, head down through all of the bustle, New York City wanna flex your muscle, look so down, look so puzzled, how to burn your fire through all the rubble, bound to stumble and fall, but my strength comes not from men at all, bound to stumble and fall, but my strength comes not from men at all. Until tomorrow, wipe away a tear and your sorrow sunrise in the sky. Like an arrow, no need to worry, no need to cry. Might up your mind, no longer be blind. Him who searches will find. Leave your problem behind, we will sound like a fire in the sky. What's the reason we're alive? Bound to stumble and fall, but my strength comes down from men at all. Bound to stumble and fall, but my strength comes down from men at all.
Do you believe in miracle? This one sticks with you, man. So just like one day miracle for me is another song that is a, a, unif- a song that unites people. And it's a message that I think everybody could relate to. Do you believe in miracles? And I love the way that he doesn't make a song about miracles. He makes a song asking, do you believe in miracles? And he invites you to think, how do you feel about miracles? Is, is otherworldly something you can connect with or see in this worldly world? If we can say that. I'm not sure if he produced it around Hanukkah time or it just became like a Hanukkah song, at least from what I've seen. And it was one of the songs that we would play at Hanukkah parties and at other, and other people would play it at Hanukkah parties because um, Hanukkah is actually all about miracles. I think he did my, he might've produced it around that time because I believe that album or that song has an eight as part of the cover in Judaism is the number that means the supernatural seven is natural and above seven, eight is the number that represents that his um, song miracle for me was very much a, a happy song and a song that speaks to going above the natural and, and just the infinite possibilities that there are in this world for us as, as human spirits in the supernatural. Um, Beautifully stated. Galaxy. Okay, everybody, let's hear another version of the same song for a second. This is the beatbox version of Miracle. Like an arrow, no need to worry, no need to cry. Might up your mind, no longer be blind. Him who searches for the find. Keep your problem behind, we will sound like a fire in the sky, which could be some river lines. Bound to stumble and fall, but my strength comes down from men at all. Bound to stumble and fall, but my strength comes down from men at all. There was an instrumental, there's the beatbox, there's mm-hmm. the main song. He's done a bunch of versions of this thing, but he's a beatboxer and it's fascinating. And there's some videos that I will include on the website, lesterthenightfly.com that you can watch. It's in the, there's a beautiful video of him in like a kind of a, an alcove and a bunch of people are watching him and he's doing his beatboxing. He's really gifted at this thing. He's, he's, he's a remarkable artist in, in many ways. He's got a lot of different talents. Uh, this is a great example of this song, Miracle. Yeah, one line that I love mm. in, in Miracle is, him who searches will find, leave your problems behind, you will shine like a fire in the sky. What is the reason we're alive? Again, it's that like insane like life questions, questions that people struggle their whole life to figure out. He just throws them into this upbeat song like it's just you know another another day. You'll be humming this, everyone. You'll be humming that tune, I'm sure. All right, we're moving on. We're getting close to the end here, everybody. So, um, home stretch. This is a song called Surrender. It's from 2014. The record is called Akeda. Uh, let's listen to it, then we'll talk about it. Go figure, pull the trigger while I simmer in the sun. Tell my lady I'll be with her when the summer's coming gone. You are the moon on the rise. You are my tide. You are the one. Sing the song of creation and an anthem for the young. My next life. I take another turn Surrender Surrender Two 
eyes, make the prize, live the life I know why. Death cries, stars shine, and I fly through the night. With my sights set on the next bet, my life is not set yet. I got no regrets, cause to get where I could I take another turn? Could I burn another day? Could I move like the prince, lay the dragons in my way? I'll be dancing in the wilderness till my dying day. I'll be dancing on the grave of the brave I have slain. Next life. Akeda, does that mean anything to you? The name of the record? A-K-E-D-A? Yes. So I believe that is a reference to one of the patriarchs who in the Bible was tested with, and God told him, and this is going to sound crazy, to sacrifice his son as a test. He was told to go to an altar and bring his son as a sacrifice. And I hope I'm remembering this correctly from Jewish school, but I believe his son willingly went along with this as well. And that was the level of, I guess, faith that his son had too, that he didn't question God's word. And so I think he's referencing that in his um, album title, which is also a crazy theme. I wrote down the lyrics, sing the song of creation and the anthem of the young, surrender my vision to your glory, surrender my vision to your glory. Recently, within the last number of years, sort of stepped back. No more yarmulke, dyed mm-hmm. his hair, beard went away for a little while. I'm not sure where it is right now. That was a big deal. <laughs> Everyone's watching his beard, checking out his head, making sure. Very interesting. And and then he wrote some. He wrote, you know, publicly. Uh, your Hasidic rapper is no longer. Um, this is the quote, no more Hasidic reggae superstar. Sorry, folks. All you get is me, no alias. So he was changing, evolving mm-hmm. somewhat recently. Matisio's mi- music sometimes makes me uncomfortable. It's just the only word I could think of is like uncomfortable. It just makes you like question like who you are, what you stand for. And I kind of love that. It sort of takes me outside my comfort zone because he goes outside of his. Does it make you want to live a fuller life like him? I, that's a, I think that if you were a therapist CJ, <laughs> or a psychotherapist, probably hit it on the knob. But I will say I, I, there's not a lot of things I fear in life, but one of them is that I will live every day to the fullest. I try. That's like my life work to live every day like it's my last. And I think that his music makes me do that.
has been a PJ DJ production.